Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I'm your host, James McLean. This is Sarah Beth. How are you guys doing today? How are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing pretty good. It's November 1st, uh, the day that we're recording this, so it's pretty much Christmas, so I'm excited. <laughs> pretty much Christmas. Halloween just ended yesterday. She's already thinking about Christmas. She's one of those people that puts up their... Uh, decorations early. I started decor- playing Christmas music for my students today. It was amazing. <laughs> well, today... Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you have a morning routine and an evening routine, something that that is a regular habit for you to get your day started and end your day? To an extent, um, I try to start my day, you know, as late as possible. I love my sleep, um, <laughs> but I always end up, you know, waking up, I make coffee, I um, do my face care routine, put on my clothes, and then I'm out the door. So I wish it was a little more elaborate than when I get home, it's cook dinner, do some last minute work and go to bed. But I wish it was better, but it's not. <laughs> Would it surprise you to know that research has shown that if you create positive habits in the morning, and positive habits in the evening, kind of bookending your day that you're going to be more successful and results are show up, maybe even increase income in the long run? It doesn't surprise me at all. In fact, I've seen it more of a trend now where all these people who work out, they have really good morning routines, mm-hmm. maybe not night, but they have good morning routines. And so that's what makes me want to do it. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Well, today's guest is a real good friend of mine. His name is Jose Escobar. And Jose Escobar is the title has a new book coming out called Winning the Day. It's going to be released on January the 6th, in which he talks about establishing those morning routines and those ending routines, the bookends of the day, as he puts it, to establish behaviors that become habits that will help you be more successful. He is an outstanding individual who has a great life story of how he has uh, really used this these principles to become successful, owning several companies, being an author, a speaker, a trainer, and even a, a coach to many people, as well as connecting uh, a network of outstanding entrepreneurs from all over the world. Uh, Jose has really got a, it, it, there's a lot of Twitter worthy quotes mm-hmm. today. Some things that you can really hashtag and put on there. Uh, you're going to enjoy this. Inside the uh, show notes, you're going to find links to all his information, including a link to where you can uh, purchase his new book uh, that uh, you'll want to get a a copy of and see some of the resources that he has available. But my friends, let's get started so that we can learn how we can start our day and end our days so that youth can be more successful in life. So let's go to our interview with Jose Escobar. Jose, welcome to the Gen Z Show. Thank you for agreeing to be in our guest today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Excited to be well, here. Well, I'm, I'm excited. We got to know each other, I think it's in February of, of this year. For those of you who don't uh, know what year this is, it's 2022, in case you're listening to it a little bit later or watch a little bit later. We got to know each other uh, through our mutual friend, Danica, who connected us uh, to, to your net all-star networking group online, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get to talk about later and stuff. So uh, shout out to Danica for a connection there. Yeah, Danica's awesome. She's also now part of the uh, CLA executive team. Uh, so she's since uh, gotten much closer and just a great person. So thank you, Danica, if you're hearing this or watching this. 
Well, say our audience heard a little bit from me at the beginning of the show. I kind of highlight what we're going to talk about today, but our audience also loves to hear from our guests to learn more about them from the actual source, not just from Jane spewing out information or reading off a piece of paper. They want to hear from you. So if you wouldn't mind, right. take a couple of minutes and, and share with them a little bit about you. Sure. So uh, Jose Escobar, uh, born and raised in Washington, D.C., let me clarify. I was born in Washington, D.C., but I was raised in Montgomery County, Maryland. Um, I'm currently in Silver Spring, Maryland, uh, going on 40 years old in January, so I'm 39. Um, happily married to my wife, Katie. have five children, 15-year-old boy, all the way down to a two-month-old boy and three girls in between. So it's never a dull moment in the Escobar household. No, it's not. And... Not, if you got the... not with that age range. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, a little bit of everything. So, and then... Um, so for, I'm a martial artist, so Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai kickboxing, I've been doing that for a little over 10 years on and off. Uh, I'm not looking to coach anybody, not looking to open a school. I just enjoy the, the staying in shape and, uh, the connections I make. And of course, learning how to defend yourself and your family. Um, I'm, I'm a sales director for a global martial arts company called Educational Funding Company, EFC, as an acronym, uh, out of Chevy Chase, Maryland. I've been with them for close to 10 years, maybe a little more. And uh, my role there is I oversee the U.S. territory for everything and anything sales. I travel the country all the time, meeting all kinds of amazing martial artists, UFC fighters, and even celebrities, because I've helped book uh, keynote speakers for our martial arts summits that we host every year. Um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, that's my day job. I have since uh, gone part-time and in the near future, I'll be a full-time entrepreneur just because I can't do everything. I have two other companies that are scaling right now. Uh, my wife is now a stay-at-home mom and homeschooler. Uh, she's uh, That's been her, her dream, and that happened this school year. So we finally have achieved that goal. In terms of my companies, I have two businesses. I have the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf, which you see on the screen there. The Entrepreneur'sBookshelf.com is my website. Uh, that is a digital programs, digital courses company. So I create courses and programs for busy professionals and entrepreneurs. My flagship product, that's like the leading best-selling product that I have, is the morning and evening routine mastery program. So it's an eight-week program where it's very intensive, where someone would, would come in for eight weeks and they would really uh, create some masterful systems on what I call the bookends of your day how you start your day, how you end your day. And by the end of eight weeks, they walk out with their own customized morning and evening routine. So that's that program. It's more high ticket, but it's life changing. I've helped numerous people go through it. I changed my life through that. That's what the Entrepreneur's Bookshop is all about. I also have a private community Facebook group of people who are committed to personal development, who love reading books, that type of thing. So there's that too. That's a free community. If anybody wants to find that Facebook group, it's called the Entrepreneur's Bookshop. Uh, the Connected Leaders Academy is my most recent company that I launched in, uh, I guess, the beginning of February. And that idea just came to me in January of this year. I said, you know what? I have met thousands of people over the last 20 years on my own dime because I'm the lifelong learner kind of guy who always invests in himself. I've invested tens of thousands of dollars of my own money on myself, just trying to become better, trying to become that you know entrepreneur that we all aspire to be. And Sure enough, I've met some high-level people along the way, paying VIP everywhere I go, Grant Cardone, 10X events, and you name it, because I understand proximity is key. And then, of course, in my day job, I travel the country all the time, so I've met amazing high-level, high performers, titans of industry there as well. 
So the epiphany came in January where I said, you know what? I've met all these people. I've developed all these relationships. They all know me, but they don't know each other. So I said, let me just bridge the gap, create my own tribe, my own community called the Connected Leaders Academy. And I created a logo. I created the, the, the name of the company, the price point, the 10 benefits and everything in two weeks time. And I launched. And then sure enough, in a very short period of time, uh, we have now expanded to 220 members, 11 countries, 34 states, coast to coast. And it's really a networking community for entrepreneurs to come together, to uh, grow personally and professionally, scale their influence, develop their skill sets, uh, move the needle, more clients, more money, and of course, grow their network. Uh, very exciting times. I have my own uh, uh, merchandise line as well, t-shirts, journals behind me there, um, coffee mugs. You name it. I'm also in sweatshirt, hoodie, sweatshirt. Yeah, hoodie, sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, I wrote a book on my program. It's called Winning the Day, an entrepreneur's guide to morning evening routine mastery. So I'm also an author. I'm a best-selling author because I've also co-authored five other books, mm -hmm. um, three of which are about to launch two that are already on the market. And this one launches January 6th. And lastly, I'm a speaker. I do about three to four speaking gigs a month. Uh, I just came from Delaware, uh, be in um uh, a few other places this month of november uh so very exciting stuff there and then of course i i have events so i also mm -hmm. host live events i've been doing a few pop-up events uh recently i'm going to start doing them around the country next year we have our first annual cla global summit which is going to have a thousand plus entrepreneurs uh under one roof uh, so that's kind of all the moving parts of what i got going on at the moment you sure i mean is that all I mean, it's just like you got a lot of free time on your hands it seems like you need to have a hobby. <laughs> well, now let's go back to your book because that book is based on your class and your class is really what has piqued my interest because from someone who spends all of their time working with youth or, and training those who do work with youth, we're always trying to help them develop the kind of habits early in life that are going to be help them be successful. So how did this whole process of, of this mastery, the morning and the evening concept, where did that come from? How did that come to us, to you? Yeah, so back in 2018, I was um, tired of being average. You know, I was just average uh, Jose, not average Joe. I was just average Jose, you know, uh, <laughs> literally um, average father, average husband, average health, average income, average everything, right? There was nothing really terrible about me, but there was nothing really great about me either. It was just kind of like very neutral, right? So I said to myself, self, you know, there is so much to offer. Um, there's so much this country has to offer. So many opportunities that are out there, right? The land of opportunity and, and so many great things are out there. And I know I have so much potential that I'm just not even tapping into. So something's got to give. Like I got to tap into all the opportunity that's just right before my eyes. And I also have to tap into the talent and the skill sets that I already have that I just need to kind of hone and really take to the next level. So I sat down with my wife and I said, this was New Year's Eve. And I said, starting January 1st, tomorrow, for one year, I'm going to commit to a morning routine and an evening routine. Monday through Friday, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to go to bed by 10.30 p.m. at a cutoff. And I'm going to apply some principles of the things I've been learning for the last little over a decade. And I'm talking about the Robin Sharmas of the world, the 5 a.m. club, the Hal Elrods of Morning Miracle, the Tony Robbins, and all these amazing high-level people that talk about the morning routine. I realize there's a commonality among all these high performers is that they have some kind of frameworks 
and systems on the bookends of their day, how they start their day, how they end their day and the things that they do. So that inspired the idea of like, you know what, I've been learning all these things for over a decade, yet information without implementation leaves you back at square one, right? It's just head knowledge. So I said, I need to start applying what I've learned. So I committed for one year to do that. And sure enough, in that one year, would you believe, James, that I doubled my income? I launched a business from scratch. I got a raise and a promotion at my job to sales director for the U.S. territory. That position didn't exist at all. They created it because they saw the value it was bringing. Um, I lost 36 pounds. My spiritual life went to an all-time high. My marriage improved. I became a better father. Uh, I started reading a book a week. Uh, so intellectually, I was stimulated like never before. Emotionally, mm -hmm. it could be like this all the time. Good mood, bad mood, up, down. Now I was consistently improving emotionally across the board. Michael Hyatt in his book, Your Best Year Ever, talks about 10 life domains. And a lot of people only focus on one or two, maybe four max, and they disregard all the rest, right? Mm -hmm. But the key to maximum productivity, the key to ultimate success is to, to perform across the board. Right. And I just that's kind of what happened because I was hitting the heart set, the soul set, the the the, the physical set, right? The the, the mindset, everything um, during these this one year. And that changed my life. And when it changed my life, it hit me. Oh my gosh, I can teach other people how to do the same thing in eight weeks. And that's what happened. So how does this work? How how does this whole thing work? Because I'm thinking, all right, I'm listening, I'm putting myself in our audience's shoes. I'm thinking, okay, there's a 60-year-old that is listening to it. He's on his way to school and maybe listening to this. And, and they're like, okay, I want to be better. You know, I want to make more money or I want to be cooler in life. How is this going to work for me? How, how does this work? Or I can see a parent saying, I want my child to be better in life. How can I help them be better in life? So take us, take us at square one, give us some steps here, how, how to implement it. Yeah, so so we are creatures of habit, right? Uh, we tend to repeat behaviors over and over and over. Um, and most times, if we really gauge it and we pay attention, a lot of those behaviors are not productive behaviors. They're not the behaviors that we would want. Uh, for example, in some cases, our kids to emulate. Or in some cases, our kids are like, yeah, I, I know I'm better than this, but they do it anyway because it's the easy route, right? And I always tell my son, we're not here in life to take up the easy. You know, we're here to... To, to do the best we can with the things we've got and to maximize opportunity and our life here. So my son has a checklist in his room. Uh, he's in, he's in 10th grade, so he's a sophomore. And he has a checklist of a morning routine, all the things he does in his morning, and a checklist for the evening, so evening routine. So first and foremost, it is important to understand that we are creatures of habit. So we want to install success habits, not habits of failure or laziness or just disregarding, you know, just kind of winging it, right? Because winging it doesn't equal what we want. So he has all these things he does. So for me, basic things, there's about 36 different things that I teach in my program, right? So people watch videos, they watch modules, followed by action items to start applying what they're learning over the course of eight weeks. And at the end of the eight weeks, they kind of already kind of like cherry pick. Imagine like a buffet of all the things that they want to do in the morning and the evening that makes sense for their lifestyle and their goals. So there's things like reading, uh, commonplacing. Commonplacing is the, the art of filing information away so you can access it for future reference. Uh, I talk about health and nutrition, so fitness, working out. I talk about um, journaling, 
I talk about affirmations, visualization, uh, preparing uh, your, your, your morning the night before, looking at your calendar and how to prepare your calendar the night before, tons of productivity hacks and all kinds of amazing things. So uh, bedtime routine is different from the, from the evening routine. There's certain things you should do to set the tone for you to sleep well in order to, to wake up you know, the way you need to wake up. Uh, prayer, Bible, uh, Bible reading, um, meditation, breath work. There are so many different things that I talk about that are all moving parts, right? But for everybody, it's going to be different based on what you need to do based on your lifestyle. So the start is understand it's important to have systematic disciplines and systems in place, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, make sure you have a checklist to start off. Eventually, you won't need a checklist, but initially to get going, you should have a checklist. And there's something to be said about the science that talks about when you physically check, check things off, it's like these happy juices in your brain start to pop off because you feel like you're moving the needle, you're being productive. And you want to keep repeating those behaviors because you're you're doing something physical, right? So I would start there and just create a very basic list of some basic things, something that's gonna hit your spiritual life, maybe reading mm -hmm. some scripture or reading a book that's a spiritual book, or maybe some prayer, then some 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 mental uh, stimulation, right? So maybe you wanna read a book uh, on, on uh, how to start a business or mm -hmm. understanding money or or how to speak to people, people skills, how to win friends and influence people, anything that's gonna help you to become mentally stimulated and more aware. Uh, maybe some fitness you wanna do on the front end or the back end of your day. You know, maybe some breath work, research breath work and how that affects your you know, mental mind-body connection. All kinds of great things that people can do, but you gotta start somewhere and you gotta make sure you have a checklist. I love the checklist idea because when you were thinking, when you were saying that, I was thinking through with my own children how much more effective they got when they started prioritizing their day with the things that they needed to do as well. All right. Wait, let's do a your salesperson. You know how to do this. Let's do a sales pitch right now to high school students. We got seniors, we got an 18 year old. They've just kind of floated through school. They did well. They're all right. But why should they, who have already done well, what, what, what's in it for them? How are we going to sell this to them? What, what, what is going to be your best pitch to, so that we can grab this generation? Because, my friend, we got a generation of people who are coming out of a pandemic, and they're kind of lost. They're a little clueless. Yeah. Their whole habits and routines are upended, and those daily things that, you know, school initiates a lot of these habits because we, we you know, we – it forces them to be in that kind of system, but it being upturned the way it has been and so many things happening virtually, we're seeing across the board, there's just a lack of uh, a focus from youth. Um, there are some pockets that are very good. They, they were, they thrived in it, but a lot are not. So what's our best sales pitch to this group? Yeah. So there's a, a popular quote that I've heard that I don't even know who said it, but that I really enjoy that. I, it's one of my life quotes. It's commitment to continuity establishes emotional stability. So I'll say it again. Commitment to continuity establishes emotional stability in everything we do in life. It's going to require commitment, anything worthwhile. And John Maxwell says it all the time. He says uh, anything worthwhile is uphill all the way. So if you ever feel like you're coasting, that's the beginning of you roasting, right? Because eventually you're going to plateau or you're going to start to go downhill, right? So understand that if you are comfortable, you are not doing enough. If you think you've arrived, let me tell you, you haven't. Because there's always a next level to everything. 
there's always more learning, more growing, more connecting that needs to happen. So if you've gotten so far to this point, successful, you've graduated high school, you're looking into colleges or universities, or maybe you're, you're at the end of the, your college or university um, and you're looking to get into the, the corporate world or the uh, business world or whatever you're looking to do, wherever you fall in those categories, understand that what's going to separate you from the people that excel tremendously in life to where they live lives second to none. And you're like, how in the world mm. does this person live this way? I can guarantee you it's on the other end of their discomfort zone, right? Or the other end of their comfort zone, which is their discomfort zone. And it is also on the other end of high level discipline because discipline is what's going to get you to that next level. Jocko Willink, the Navy SEAL, talks about it all the time, right? Discipline equals freedom. So you have to discipline yourself to wake up at a certain time, to go to bed at a certain time. And it's not just about waking up at a certain time and going to bed at a certain time. If you're just going to go and sit outside and listen to the birds chirp, there is a process and a system of really hitting all the different areas of your life that's going to make you better because you, you have to constantly shoot for improvement across the board. So I'm telling you right now, if you look at the most successful people in the world, they live in their discomfort zone. They're never mm -hmm. comfortable. They're highly disciplined and they make zero excuses. And they're doing more in their morning than most people can do in a week. And that is called routines. That's called morning routine. So if you want to be one step ahead, you want to have that slight edge. You want to live as a three percenter in this world. You have to do something extra. You have to do something different. You have to apply yourself in a whole different way. And that secret sauce lies in the bookends of your day. Wow. That's deep. I love that. Tom Ziegler, uh, in his book, uh, Choose the Whim, it was based on uh, something that happened to him when he was speaking overseas and they had a question and answer session and someone asked him, what is the quickest way to success? Now, he's been he said he had never been asked that question. He's been asked, what are the secrets to success? What are steps to success? You know, but never what's the quickest way. And without really thinking, he said, replace a bad habit with a good habit. And that became just sent him down a road of researching that. And that sounds initially what we're trying, what you're trying to say is, is that, you know, create these positive habits. Am I reading you right? Yes. So habits. So I'll take it one step further. What you said, I think that's powerful. And that's, that's like nail on the head, right? Perfect. Right now, the, the, taking that one step further is you don't, you know, just replace a bad habit with a good habit. You don't just all of a sudden like sever it just like that and, and, and you're better. It's you're replacing one behavior for another behavior. So that's like the more technical way to look at it. So you're replacing a negative behavior with a positive behavior. And if you do that behavior enough times repeatedly with consistency, over time, it will become a habit. Hence, you have mm. replaced your bad habit. But you're good at There you go. But it's really the behavior piece. So it's really like instead of sleeping in until, you know, nine, let me just wake up at five. So that's a decision followed by commitment, followed by consistency. All of a sudden you have a new habit. So that's where we got to get to is the installing the new success habits that are going to ultimately yield the results that you want. And but the reality is most people aren't willing to do it. Yeah, they're not. Why do you think that? why are they not willing to do that? Why are we not willing to put forth the effort to do that? And, and let me be honest and transparent. There are lots of things that I know that I should do. That, this is all. 
This is from Paul. There are things that I know that I should do that I don't do. Um, and are things that I don't know that I shouldn't do that I do do. I mean, that I'm, I'm involved with. So why is that? Well, there's, there's fear. There's fear of, of and it, fear is, I think, one of the biggest things. It's the fear of knowing that you have to step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's the fear of knowing that you have to do more. Like, I have to show up in a whole different way, which is going to require a lot more of me. And most people aren't willing to pay the price. Most people aren't willing to do what it takes. And there's an old saying where if you don't see the herd, you're in it. So if you don't see the herd, you're in it. You're just like every single other person out there that is doing the average things that is going to get average results. But let's be real. In life, there are positions where somebody's got to come and, you know, uh, pick up the recycle bins on the, the, what's in the recycling bin on the street here in my house. Somebody's got to do it, right? Somebody's got to do this job. Somebody's got to do that job. Somebody. So there's, that's just life. And that's where we're at. Right. But again, it's, you choose your path. You choose your path, especially in this country, you know? So uh, there was uh, uh, my son, we were leaving. I was taking him to school like, like three years ago. And uh, cause I take him to school every morning, and I was, uh, we were getting in the car and I said, what do you see here? Cause we were, we had the roof changed on our house. So there was like, like 15 guys on the roof. And there was one guy with his coffee, just kind of leaning on his car like this, hanging out, you know, like sipping his coffee, texting some friends, who knows what he was doing, just hanging out over there. And I saw <laughs> the guys working real hard on the roof, sweating and like all kinds of things, risking their lives. And I said to my son, what do you notice in this scene here that's happening at the house? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, I need you to dig a little deeper. Like, come on, give me some effort. So he said, okay, well, there's a bunch of guys on the roof. And there's a guy standing over here by his car. It looks like he's watching what's being, what's happening on the roof. I said, yes, but take that one step further. What is the difference? And he's like, I don't know. So he couldn't figure it out. But I said, listen, the guys on the roof are working 10 times harder than the guy on the street. Hanging out with his coffee and watching. And the guy on the street that's working 10 times less is getting paid 10 times more because he oversees the whole thing. And the reason why he oversees the whole thing is because he showed up differently. It's because he's done some things differently that are going to give him that slight edge in this life. And that is what it's all about. If you don't have the opportunities where you say, oh, well, I wasn't given that opportunity or that opportunity. I was born in this area or this neighborhood, Yeah. trust me, I hear it all the time, but that's called what? It's called an excuse. It might be a reality, but it's called an excuse because at the end of the day, you gotta be real with yourself. You gotta roll your sleeves up, you gotta get dirty, and you gotta say, let me create my opportunities in this life. Let me create something. And that's that's exactly what I did. You know, I just created something and here we are and I'm just getting started. But the opportunity is out there for anybody who wants it. You just got to do something different and you got to fight for it. So that's like where we're, we're initially we got to tackle their mindset, whether yes. or not they have that kind of growth mindset. That's correct. So if you if you're coaching, if you're being a life coach for some youth and stuff and you're helping them and they're coming in and they're resisting all this, how, how are we going to push them to make that first step? Or they may not push them, but open up their eye, help them see you know, what it needs to take. I don't so, think you're on the top of some of these questions, but you're, you're spurring my mind. I'm kind of going crazy here. I'm 
yeah no that's a that's a great point so someone who might be resistant or uh, maybe a little bit hard uh, to get started you know they're mm -hmm. kind of like taking the the slow path or kind of like open <laughs> but not necessarily doing anything about it um that was me and there's many others that i know personally and that's the majority actually as far as i'm concerned so all it's going to take it's going to take understanding what are my skills what are my talents what do i love to do so because talents are are god-given talents are so there's something special about you and we all have a special talent or talents that are given to us and us only and we have to kind of nurture that and take it one step further by like actually working on that talent then there's a skill skills can be learned by anybody you know speaking on stage is not a talent it's a skill you know um playing basketball or singing like Michael Jackson or whoever is, a, is more of a talent. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to dunk like Jordan. I don't care how much I try, you know, there's a difference between talent and skill. And then there is like, what am I passionate about? What do I enjoy? Like if I could just, you know, go and hang out with a bunch of cats, you know, I know my daughter would love to just be around cats, you know, all day. So like, maybe it's something in that field, you know, or maybe it's something like, um, if we enjoy music, maybe it's it's uh, being a singer or or a dancer or uh, whatever. Like just just identify those three things, which is talent, skill, and what you're passionate about, and start there. And then research people in that field that are at the highest level and and pay attention how they live and what. See, that's do. that is so crucial, and I love that you I love that you pointed out it's something that I did not know I was doing. When I was young, I just like reading stories about people who were doing great things. Yeah. And I know, you know, where there were, you know, people who maybe were explorers or had done this and done that and, you know, found this place or, you know, went to the North Pole first. Yeah, you know, I was that person who was reading that. Did not know that the skills and the, and the mindset that they were in was being that I was sucking that in as well. I didn't realize that. So thank you for that point. Got me excited when you said that. So I'm sorry I interrupted you. Yeah, no, no. You were, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of what I would say. I would just say that. And then as you identify, you know, where those those things lie and you identify those people that you are looking to emulate and follow, then just create a plan and say, what is the plan that I can get started in? Initially, the path of least resistance. Just what is that next step? The most mm -hmm. basic, logical, simple, lowest hanging fruit step I can take. Like, for example, reading 10 pages. Winning the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> reading five, 10 pages a day. Just read 10 pages a day. You don't have to focus on writing an essay. You don't have to focus on doing a research paper or going to this location. Just read 10 pages a day. Or maybe it's watching the learning channel and watching a show on something that is in that space. Right. But just start on the most basic thing. And then eventually, little by little, you start to challenge yourself. And over time, you know, I, you're there. You know, I heard that uh, if you do that 10 pages a day, that you're going to be somewhere around 18 to 20 books during a year. If if you are just concentrating on, on, on that simple task that you just said. Not, I hear you. Oh, I, I cut out. Um, that if you're reading 10 pages a day, that you're going to be somewhere around 18 to 20 books a year. Yeah. That's, yep. that's a person. 10 pages a day makes, it makes all the difference. 10 pages a day, right? Mm. So I love these concepts. And I love this concept because it aligns really well with what we feel 
youth are struggling with it. They're struggling with, first, they got to have the right mindset. Then they're struggling with their self-image, which all can be built as they develop these behaviors that you're talking about. Um, Because then they're getting the victories in life. You know, and you've talked about that as well, you know, as you're checking off those things. So you're, you're reinforcing this. So we've coached youth about how to get started. How about a parent? And how does a parent help? How can they come alongside this? You know, you've got kids. You, what are you doing to help them come alongside to grow these habits? So without them saying, "Dad, stop being a coach to me," you know. Yeah. The greatest coaching I could ever give my children is living what I would like them to to be. Right. I like living by example, leading by front. Right. Leadership is influence. So the ability to get them to take action with my influence is only going to be there if I'm leading by front. I'm on the mm. front lines and I'm not saying, hey, this is what you should be doing. This is what you, how you should eat. This is how you should maintain yourself fit in life. And this is how yet I'm sitting there with a six pack every Monday night football and every Sunday. And I'm just like, you know, becoming a sloth or lazy or not doing not really pushing myself. Right. So we have to push ourselves in this life. And a lot of that is example. So my goal as a father is to have my children catch me in the acts of an act of excellence as often as possible. So they wake up and they see me at 4 a.m. in the morning. And sometimes my son will wake up to use the restroom at like five in the morning or 430. And he sees me. He hears me in my office, maybe in prayer. Maybe uh, he, he'll open the door to see what's going on. And I'm journaling or I'm doing something and and we are there, right? Uh, and su- Sundays we have family reading time and family reading time is we all get together and we read a book, but who is reading with them? Me, right? I have a book, my wife has a book, all the kids select their book. And for one hour, every Sunday we read together. It's like family reading time for one hour and it's activity. So find ways, A, to lead by example of what you want them to be and how you want them to behave and the habits that you want them to install, you have to have it first. Number two is create opportunities where you can kind of do certain things or activities or behaviors together versus just saying, go do it, you know? And then three, you always got to inspect what you expect. So Mm -hmm. you got to circle back and say, Hey, how is that book coming along? Or, you know, I noticed you haven't gone for a run lately. Why is that? You know, why don't we go for a run together? You know, that type of thing. So encourage, prod, ask questions, communicate, and sometimes over-communicate. But it's the worst thing you can do as a parent is to keep being over their head, like, do this, do this, do this. Why aren't you doing this? But you're not doing it, and you're not leading, and you're not creating opportunities, and you're just kind of just almost like a manager, right? I don't believe you manage people. I think you manage things. You manage your checkbook. You manage your finances. You manage your, your garage. You manage things. People, you lead people. Mm-hmm. there's a big difference and that's how you handle children at least how i do it i love what you're saying man you're echoing this past sunday the lesson that that i was teaching it was a, it's a, a class on on developing a god-centered family and the lesson was you teach more by example than you do instruction and that's exactly what you're echoing so that's why you saw me get all smiley face over here because it's like oh man i was just studying that last week and how to do that so I love when God does that with his podcast that he sprinkles in stuff like that. That's oh yeah, that's so cool for our audience. So how can our audience, I hope, and I know that that we've got some audience here that that they're getting excited and they want to learn more. How can they connect with you? Yeah. So um, my audience or your audience, very simple. Uh, You can go to um, 
theentrepreneursbookshelf.com. That is my website, my primary website. So you'll find my morning, evening routine program there. You'll find a link for the Connected Leaders Academy. You'll find some basic information about me and various different moving parts. That's my main website. The next one is you can also check out winningthedaybook.com. So winningthedaybook.com, that is the, uh, the website for my book, which you can purchase my book there. It launches formally in bookstores everywhere, uh, January 6, 2023. So just a couple months away. And uh, right now it's available for pre-order. So if you go to that website, winningthedaybook.com, prior to January 6, I will get you a signed personalized copy and it's at a discounted rate because eventually it's gonna be a little more expensive when you get it in the stores or Amazon. And then uh, number three, check out CLAglobalsummit.com. So CLAglobalsummit.com, next year I'm putting on a global summit where entrepreneurs, a thousand entrepreneurs are gonna come from all over the world, all over the country uh, to, to grow, learn and connect. And we're gonna have some celebrity keynote speakers uh, we're in talks with some very, very exciting celebrity keynote speakers right now. We're going to have three of them. We're going to be at either the MGM Grand or the Gaylord National Harbor here in Maryland. And uh, it's just going to be exciting things. A, a, a gala, a five-star banquet, dinner, um, award ceremony, live entertainment. We're going to have a, a, a hors d'oeuvres and networking cocktail hour on Friday night. It's going to be insane. But that whole weekend, it's October 13th to the 15th, 2023. You can buy tickets now and their early bird special pricing, the best possible prices you'll find up until November 30th. Then the price goes up. But right now you can get it at CLAglobalsummit.com. And of course, lastly, you can find me on social media, uh, Jose Escobar. So if you type in the at symbol, J-A-E-S-C-O 25. So J-A-S-C-O 25. Um, just or Jose Escobar, you'll find me on Instagram. You'll find me on Facebook and LinkedIn. I primarily live on Facebook. That's where I do most of what I do. <laughs> So happy to connect with you guys. And for you uh, young people there, Facebook is what old people use on social media. <laughs> so, and audience, listen, every uh, all the links uh, to his uh, websites and to his social media are in the show notes. So if you'll just look down, if you're on YouTube, if you'll look down, you'll find those there. If you're listening to this on audio, just go back to your app and uh, hit read more or more or whatever the, the, the tab is on that app for you and you'll find all this information uh, that is going on. Jose, thank you. You've, uh, I found great value in, in your group. Um, I found great value in, in, I have stolen some of your guests as guests on this podcast and I have uh, connected with people and it has changed uh, my network because of, uh, of this and uh, even my net worth. Uh, because of some of the guests you have on, I followed up with them and, and we were able to do some investing and get some investing advice from them uh, that I did offline, you know, that, that they were able to connect. So I find great value in this. And so I highly encourage that. Let's put the, we'll put the uh, Connected Leaders Academy. Um, do we put the link for that? How would they get in touch with you on that? Would that be? So they can find me, anybody can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Just send me a DM, a private message. Okay. And I'd be love to, to connect with you on that. Or even on the entrepreneursbookshelf.com, there's a link to, to look at the Connected Leaders Academy. Okay. So if they go there to the yep. Entrepreneurs Bookshelf, there's a link there. All right. That may be the best spot for them to, to look at as well. Thank you so much for being there. I'm excited about your book coming out. I'm excited about everything. I'm excited about the, uh, the connection that we made and the network that's going on. So thank you for being our guest today. Thank you so much, James. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Uh, take care, everybody, and go out there and be your best.
And audience, thank you for sticking with us. And someone you know needs to hear this message. So please share, like, and comment on this. And we'll see you again next week on the Gen Z Show. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Follow us, too, on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.